So welcome back, everybody. Uh, today we have Enrique Nazario and Jack Carter. They're both recruiters for the Sarasota Police Department. And we are going to be talking about recruiting. I know, that's a shocker, having two recruiters here. Hiring is so important for the agency. And I would say that really the two of you are one of the most important pieces of the puzzle for this agency because you have the opportunity to go out there and seek the future talent of this agency that's going to serve the community. So currently now as it stands, Enrique, where are we at with our hiring status? I know most agencies uh, throughout the country are struggling. Uh, There's shortages. They're really becoming super creative on trying to hire people with bonuses and uh, living expenses. Uh, Where are we at? So we're currently at uh, 185 uh, sworn positions right now. We're getting ready to hire three more at the end of this month and one more at the end of July, bringing us uh, to 189. So um, we are where we need to be, really. Um, our cap is 190 sworn officers, and uh, we're very happy that we've gotten to accomplish that because, as you said, you know, this is a big challenge for every single sheriff's office and police department out there, not just here in Florida, but throughout the country. So, What have we, what have we done differently? Uh, I know there was a time where we had uh, a lot of openings. What, what did we do to attack that? How do we address that? We participated really with the community. Uh, we ended up going to the different uh, venues where we can pick and, and, and look at folks that are interested in law enforcement. Uh, for example, we go to and visit colleges uh, like Suncoast College, Kaiser University, uh, the different you know colleges here throughout the area. We go to uh, police academies in the area, to name St. Pete, Suncoast, Manatee Technical, um, and then just recently we've also visited um, the you know historical black colleges like uh, FAMU, and pretty soon in a couple of months we'll be going to Bethune Cookman. So, again, trying to recruit, you know, folks that are interested, that would love to work in the city of Sarasota. Awesome. And, and Jack, what are we looking for in SPD officers? The first thing, foremost, we're looking for is we want individuals who have good character. Uh, you know, the, the requirements to become a police officer is be 21 years of age, have a high school diploma, uh, no criminal history, and be a U.S. citizen. Uh, Sarasota PD is kind of unique in that, you know, 70% of our sworn officers have at least an associate degree, and also 20% are female. We've got 40 veterans on our staff. Uh, We incorporate the recruitment at military installations in addition to our local areas and just in the state of Florida. We uh, recruit a lot of individuals from other agencies outside the state. The fact that uh, the governor gave a $5,000 bonus uh, for first-time Florida law enforcement officers is a big plus. Oh, thank you. And you're absolutely right. Um, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit because as I'm listening to the answers. I think it's important that people know who you are. You're not just the recruiters for the Sarasota Police Department. So, Enrique, just give us a quick uh, synopsis on your background, where you came from, what you've done, and how you got here. I have a four-year degree. ended up uh, joining the military, uh, the Army specifically, uh, became a military police officer, Um, Then when I came back stateside uh, from doing a tour in Germany, I ended up uh, becoming a state trooper in Indiana. I did that for three years. And then I became a federal correctional officer 
and I did that for four and a half years. Um, but I really wanted to go back out on the road, so I ended up uh, becoming a police officer in Orlando, Florida. My last four years was as a recruiter, and um, then I ended up moving here to uh, Sarasota, thinking I was going to retire, but that, that was short-lived. Um, I became a, a lousy retiree, so I ended up um, you know, getting this job, and I've been here for two and a half years, and it's just been an amazing experience for me, uh, and I know uh, working with Jack, um, I know he feels the same way. Um, so, yes, that's, that's been my experience. And also, too, you retired from the military, correct? Right. And what did yes. you retire as? As a lieutenant colonel. So, lieutenant colonel, the real deal. So, that's awesome. So, you have great law enforcement background, uh, worked up in Indiana, and then come here, you have experience here, and then you've been recruiting for Orlando PD, which we get to reap, you know, those those benefits because of all the experience you had there that you can bring here. Uh, Jack, same thing. Tell us how long you've been here, a little bit of your background, and uh, and how you got to where you are now. Well, I enlisted in the Marine Corps in 1968, uh, rose to the rank of gunnery sergeant as a Marine, uh, then got commissioned, uh, spent 31 years as a Marine, retired as a lieutenant colonel, infantry officer the whole time. Uh, then I joined the Sarasota Police Department, spent 14 years with the Sarasota Police Department, retired from that. Uh, while at Sarasota PD, I was a patrol officer and a detective. Uh, also did white-collar crime for the agency. Uh, left SPD and went to work for the Florida Department of Veteran Affairs as an advocate for veterans whose claims had been denied. Then I got a phone call asking if I'd think about being a recruiter. I had previously been a recruiter in the Marine Corps, so I thought this would be perfect. And I came back. I have two sons here. Uh, I love what I do. Yeah, and we, we love what you do. We really appreciate everything. Uh, a couple of funny things. Uh, Jack Carter essentially was my FTO in detectives when I became a detective there and uh, taught me everything I know. So thank you, Jack. I know that's not true, but we're just saying <laughs> that. No, but seriously, thank you for um, how gracious you were uh, during that time teaching me the ropes and showing me how to make coffee for everybody. And then the other funny story is uh, they're both lieutenant colonels retired, one from the Marine Corps, one from the Army. So we keep them in this little office. And I walk by every once in a while and I get to hear them bickering like a married couple, an old married couple. It's hilarious. Uh, but they uh, are such a team and they look out for one another. They have each other's back. They help each other. It's so healthy. And, um, and I just really appreciate all the work you've done. And really it shows in the results, right? I mean, we hired how many last year? 30. Yes, sir. Yep. And then this year we're on track. We're what, at 16? Am I close? It looked like we'll probably end up at 22. By the end of the year? By the end of the year. Yeah, by the end of the year. So, um, And we have our largest class in the history of SPD that we know of uh, coming this August, and we're at 17. Uh, I was hoping it would be 18, but we're at 17, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And that's because of the hard work that you two have put forward and the dedication, and it's it's sincerely appreciated. Um, let's jump back into, let's just talk about pay. Uh, let's talk about pay. So if someone comes in here, they're 21 years old, they have at least a high school education or better, uh, they meet all our other requirements, they pass the polygraph, the psychological test, What what's the pay and what's the benefits? You want to go with that, Jack? Yes, sir. 
Everyone starts at 61006, uh, regardless of experience, because that's only fair to the people that are on the, in the agency. Uh, yeah, huge contract this last year, 18%, the 14, and then nine the following year is on track. Uh, you know, they get perks for everything. If you speak a foreign language, you know, you're getting paid $30 a month for the, your entire career. Uh, that's, that's kind of huge. You know, Take-home vehicles, I mean, 50 miles from the agency. I'm going to do that. Uh, their, their medical is covered. Uh, they get tuition assistance. Get an A, get 100% reimbursement. It's unbelievable. All right, and you can get up all the way up to your PhD, really. I, I, the agency paid for my master's degree, so it's it's true. It's it's 100%. You get an A, you get 100%. Sir. Yeah. So what else? What else, what other benefits do we have that you could think of? We have 34 career development positions for our young officers, you know, and that is really important because as you did, you were a, a career development position in the Texas with me. Uh, that exposes our officers at an early age to what the different things are within the, the police department, and that helps them figure out where they want to be down the road. It kind of gives them a course to chart and something to look forward to. Uh, and that exposure is incredible. You know, the community action team, the homeless outreach, traffic, I mean, narcotics, CID, all those divisions have career development positions. And it really enhances and helps the organization overall. Absolutely. And then we have a retirement program. Like some agencies are going to 401ks, uh, but we still have our retirement program. It's 25 years. Uh, you, know, you can enter the DROP, which is the retired Retirement Option Plan, which allows you to do five years where your retirement is invested. And at the end of that five years, you get a rather large check to cover your medical expenses down the road. Yeah, 75% of your pay for the rest of your life. That's amazing. Uh, if you choose to do 25 years, if you choose to do all, if you choose to do 30, then it's at a 3% multiplier. It's 90% of your pay for the rest of your life. Sure. And then you could even do the drop after that if you want to stay 35 years. And there's a, there's a handful of officers that really love, they're not leaving anytime soon, and, and they, they're going to be doing 90% of their pay. And, um, and that's guaranteed. Uh, it doesn't matter what the stock market's doing. You're going to get that defined contribution uh, every month. So that's, there's something to be said of, about the benefits here. They're, they're amazing. Absolutely. And then one of the things to, to add on to that, Chief, is the fact that you get to see that when other officers from other agencies apply to our agency because they see the difference. They see the quality of life here in Sarasota. They see that they can have their kids in very good schools and good neighborhoods. And this is a place that where you would want to raise your kids and, and have a good living. And, again, we see a lot of officers coming from up north, from other states, that they see the quality of life that happens here in Sarasota. They already have that experience, and they want to come to us. So, Yeah, and, and, and we're reaping the benefits, too, of other officers, as you stated earlier, coming from other agencies out of state and locally. You know, I call the ones coming from in-state, I call them the plug-and-plays because you are picking the cream of the crop. They're, they're heavily vetted. And then when they get here, you can really see the quality that you two have taken from other agencies. You have shown them all the great things that this agency has to offer to include the community. And when I get meet them and I see them in the hallways or I see their interactions, they're just so happy to be here and so appreciative. So let's get into a question I get asked all the time. And we were just at Jetson's uh, Salon in Newtown, Enrique, and we were talking about this topic 
Let's talk about minority hiring. Where are we at with minority hiring? Our, our Hispanic hires are up considerably. We're just about, at this point in time, uh, when we look at terms of Hispanics, we're at 12%. Uh, our African-American percentages are not as high as we'd like them to be. And, and that's one of the things we always look at. Okay, what can we do? We just went to FAMU, and we met a lot of students there going to that college that are from the Sarasota area. You know, so our focus is, is, okay, we want to meet with these kids, so you bring your skills and the things you've learned back to the community and help build your community. The same thing with our female officers. You know, I would have the benefit of having a female partner for a number of years, and it just made us so much better. Mixing back and forth in how you deal with people uh, is invaluable because it, what I did may not work, but what she did, a different story. People will come in and ask, hey, I want to talk to a female officer. And the most recent SWAT thing we had, where we had two crisis negotiators, both female, and the person involved in it wasn't going to talk to a male. Right? That is invaluable. You can't replicate that. You know, same thing with our Spanish speakers. You know, we basically have multiple Spanish speakers. Even our recruits right now, they came in, they all took the Spanish proficiency test. Well, we have a large Hispanic community. We need to have people that can speak Spanish on every shift, every division. No, that's, that's great. Uh, we're trying to be more well-rounded. Uh, and I've always said at all the meetings that I go to is I want everybody with a seat at the table. And if we're representing uh, the gender, every gender, if we're rep- representing every race, culture, and we have those people within our agency and those are the people that are going out into the community, uh, the communication and the transparency is just going to be so much better. And and we again, we are we are seeing success because, as I said earlier, you two are the most important pieces of this puzzle. And it's because of the work that you all are doing. So I really do appreciate that. One of the other things, uh, Chief, on the long term side is that we're working in conjunction with Book of Law Academy, uh, the Unidos Now organization, Girls Inc., and then. As you know, we're starting pretty soon the Explorer program. Yeah, so let's talk about the Explorer program. Why why are we starting an Explorer program? Multiple reasons, right? Number one is I I know that this program can lead to future better citizens for for Sarasota Um, and then spark the interest in, in criminal justice, be it, you know, working at the courthouse working at a police department, working at a federal level, but at least we sparked that interest. And it's something that um, I guess every generation needs um, where they can align themselves to a group that can help develop them as, as good citizens in the future, as um, people who can, that, that, that community can count on. So for sure, this is something that's gonna benefit us um, long-term, if anything, on the recruiting side, well, we might get some very good applicants from the program, but uh, to expand in that, it'll just uh, become a program for people to become better citizens for Sarasota. Yeah, it's ex- excellent mentorship, right? Isn't it? I mean, the 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 perfect idea is yes, the they go through the Explorer program and then they become police officers here. But we've seen nationally the percentage of that is is probably small, probably in the ten uh, percent type deal. Our real goal with that is is as you said. We're trying to ensure they have some guidance, make them better citizens. And really the the quantitative number that we're really looking at is graduation from high school. We want to make sure that every explorer that comes in this program graduates from high school. And then we want to help them 
secure scholarships moving forward. So if they want to go to a two-year, a four-year, a secondary school, we're going to assist them with that. And then they come back while they're on summer break, and then they help us run our Explorer program. And then hopefully that snowballs into, hey, do you still want to be a police officer? And then we'll pay for their academy, and then we hire them back. So it's just it's an amazing program. It's just it, it, there's a heavy lift with it comes to that program, and we're we're just looking for the right person to run. It's very important. So uh, I'm I'm glad that we had a, you brought that up the Explorer program. And it's a win win for our organization and, and for them who are participants. So. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I just think it's amazing that people will entrust us with their kids as mentors and let them show, let us show them the ropes within a law enforcement community. It's, it's a great honor for us, for sure. Let's talk about something uh, as well. Let's talk about veterans. Why is it, why is it that veterans are plug and play uh, in a paramilitary organization, and why do why do we recruit veterans so highly? The department brought me back as a recruiter. One of the first things I looked into was the Veteran Administration's OJT apprenticeship program, and putting that to work here at the Sarasota PD. What that program does is it allows individuals undergoing training to receive their variable housing allowance while they're participating going to the academy to help them offset the costs of becoming a police officer. We've had great success with that program. We also expanded going out to the military installations to recruit actively recruit out there because they've gained three to four years of life experience beyond high school. They come in far more mature. They've had the opportunity to meet people of different cultures, people that speak different languages, that have different ideas. When you come to the police department with that kind of experience, it's easier for you to welcome and be part of the community because you've been someplace before that's, ooh, not quite the same. And I don't care who you are. You go overseas, you come back, you're glad you're coming back to the U.S. of A. They bring that with them. Right. And the thing about a veteran, too, is the fact that they already have a skill that they've learned in the military, right? Um, they're already in shape. They understand what it is, the, the chain of command. They already have that discipline that we will look for in future police officers. So they bring a lot to the table. They do. And what I've noticed when we do interviews with the, with the veterans, and, and I think it has to do with the military, is it's like, we can have a board there of, of four bosses sitting there asking them questions, and it's like they have ice running through their veins. They're not even nervous. Their answers are so precise. They're clear. And I think that has to do with the military because there's a lot of oral boards, right, in the military as you try to move up. Right. You can definitely see that, and uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to see the maturity in people that 21, 22 years old, and you see maturity that you'd normally see in a 26- or 28-year-old. It's, it's awesome, and it's really good for the community because you know that's someone that we're going to vet. It's someone that we're going to spend money on, taxpayer money on, to get them the training that they need. And we know that they're going to finish the program and they're going to get to the finish line. So it's a great job. You two do an amazing job at that, so thank you. So i just like to give a shout-out to Blake on InstaFace, oh, I mean Instagram, uh, for sending in the question, and it was, what are the requirements uh, or we're looking for in an officer, which recruiter Jack Carter answered. So thanks, Blake. So thanks for listening to us and give us a follow on social media. 
Whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, remember to like it so you can be alerted when we have a new episode. And remember to live, love, work, play in the city of Sarasota because we love it just as much as you do.